This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Steich. And I'm Luke Acree. And Luke, the Super Bowl is this weekend, and we're pretty pumped because yeah, let's go birds. the local team, the Philadelphia Eagles... Now, neither one I'm of us are Eagles fan. fans. I'm not an actual real fan. <laughs> we, ha- we have a box to the yes, Eagles. I think We not only have a box, we have field seats to yes. the Eagles. We have a box. <laughs> now, we do a lot of stuff for our employees and friends and you know corporate clients and stuff like that. But it's like we spend all this money on the Eagles, and we're not even right. true fans. I, I mean, think, we root uh, for them. But I think, yeah, we both adopted them as our second team. Yeah, yeah. Just, second just out of You're a Dolphins fan. I'm a Dolphins fan. You're a Commanders, a Commanders fan. It's harder fan. for you to be an Eagles yeah, fan. Yeah, because they're in the same division. They're in the same division. But beyond the big game, there are lessons that we can learn from sports and particularly from past Super Bowl champions and apply those lessons to our business. So today we're going to go over the top business lessons we can learn from former yeah, I think sports maybe future still Super Bowl champions. Yeah, exactly. I think sports is an amazing parallel to running a business, running a team, yeah. um, and the applications of what applies in work ethic, what applies in focus, what applies in strategy and playbooks. Yeah. I mean, it just all fits so well. Yeah that you want to apply that to your business because your business is a team. Yeah. Well, we talk about winning all the time. We talk about, you know, winning the championship as an organization. Mm -hmm. In order to do that, you got to apply some of these things. So the first tip here that we're going to point out is to know your numbers. So I think the first person that comes to mind, probably whenever you think about that, love him or hate him, is Tom Brady. Did you see he announced he's retiring? Did he? I did not see that Now we'll see if this one's real. (laughs) But here's an actual lesson in that, right? Why could Tom Brady not retire the first time? Because to be successful, you have to be obsessed. Grant Cardone wrote a book that said, be obsessed or be average. Mm -hmm. And you look at these high, high performing people and they get to a point of obsession. He took it too far, right? It almost became an illness to him, but he's so obsessed in everything he does that he could not even retire because of just the hold and the passion he had towards football and winning. And that plays into, he measures everything Everything. he does. This guy, if you read his book, TV 12, I mean, his sleep, his water intake, what he eats, his exercise, his practice, his film room. He's measuring everything because you can't perfect what you don't track. Yeah. Craziest thing with him was uh, seven Super Bowl championships, right? He won uh, between his third and his fourth championship was 10 years. And in 2005, which was his third one, he started working with these nutritionists and things and started implementing this in his in his day to day. And you're right. He he gets he goes to bed every day at 830, gets up at 530. He drinks 37 cups of water a day. His diet is 80 percent plant based, 20 percent organic lean protein. And for dessert, he only allows himself a square of chocolate, but it has to be 100 percent cacao. And so whether you believe in all of that stuff or not, a square of chocolate and it has to be 100 percent cacao, you've got to look at the results, right? You've got to look at the yeah. results that he was, he's been able to produce. And it's not so much that this is the per- specific routine that you have to follow, but you have to know what's going on in your business. You have to know how many calls you're making. Mm-hmm. You have to know how many emails you're sending. You have to know how many leads you're generating. You have to have a handle on those KPIs and those metrics in your business, because ultimately that's going to drive your daily activities, yep. right? What are you actually doing day to day that is moving that needle? And think about this, apply that same methodology to your market. You need to know your market in and out. Why? Because when you know your numbers, it influences your confidence. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady doesn't get to the two-minute warning and just hope with a prayer that he can drive that team down to the end zone and score. Kobe Bryant, they famously asked him one time, they said, what does it feel like when you take that buzzer beater shot? And he looked at him and he said... 
feels like every other time I take the shot. He says, <laughs> I make that shot thousands and thousands of times. It's just another shot. And the point with that is going, man, Tom Brady, Kobe Bryant, they know their numbers. They know the market, right, to apply it to you. Yeah. And now they have a confidence of execution that's not some BS affirmation, but it's actually built on the obsession that they've had with perfecting their craft. Yeah. So you need to know your market number. So when you show up to that listing appointment, when you're calling that prospect, you can tell them how many homes are on the market, how many sold, what's the average square foot, what's the average price, what is it that's actually moving right now versus what's not moving. Like when you can speak with authority on your numbers, yeah. people go, man, this person's an expert and I want to do business with an expert. Yeah. I think that plays in perfectly to number two. And you can lump a lot of that, what you just said into the second point here, which is you have to be prepared. So being prepared with the market information, being prepared with that shot, feeling like it's the same as every shot because I've done it a thousand times. Jerry Rice famously said he won three Super Bowls. He said, today I will do what others won't, so tomorrow I can accomplish what others can't. Yes. And that is all about that preparation and being willing to... Uh, we had a guest uh, recently who said um, do, uh, doing the hard things today makes later, right, tomorrow easier. Yeah, correct. Doing the easy things today makes later harder. Yep. And I think that's the same principle is do the things that others won't today so that you can do the things that others can't tomorrow. Yep. Live like no one else. So you can live like no one else. I think it was Dave yeah. Ramsey that said that yeah. it's also applies. It's like, choose your hard, right? Everything yeah. in life is hard, right? Right. Because <laughs> even though it's easy in the moment, being lazy is actually hard. It creates a hard life for you. Choose your hard and the preparation. Here's the thing about preparation. So few people can be consistent. Mm. Everybody can prepare in a moment. Everybody can do it for a week. Very, very few people can do it consistently. Yeah, yeah. Doing this 5 a.m. club has taught me one thing. <laughs> the ability for people to be consistent yeah. in something they commit to is so difficult. Yeah. The amount of people that I can actually follow through on it is next to none. Yeah. And the truth is, why? Because... The, the why is not big enough to yeah. wake up at 5 a.m., right? right? So right. when you think about the 5 a.m., 5 a.m. doesn't really matter. It was the why wasn't big enough for the people who wanted to do it right. to stay committed to it. So if you find yourself not being prepared, not being consistent in your preparation, it's because your why is not big enough. You don't believe that the why that you're trying to achieve is worth it to go through this pain, you feel the relaxation, not doing it, whatever it is that mm -hmm. you're giving into is worth it more than that why. Yep. Third thing is to know your competition. So I think of, not to bring up another Patriot here because I'm definitely not a Patriot fan, but think of Bill Belichick who won six Super Bowl rings. Famously, he grew up looking at opponent film with his father who was an assistant football coach at the Naval Academy. He would track metrics on accuracy, throwing left, right, center, short, and long, all while the quarterback was standing still while moving out of the pocket left while moving out of the pocket right. And based on those metrics, he would de uh, design his defensive schemas. And I think that, you know, it's been proven that that level of preparation and knowing your competition, he says, I think that's what competitors do. They compete regardless of the score or situation. So you've got to look at your competition out there, understand what they're doing so that you can then prepare and go back to point number two, prepare your strategy and how you're going to handle yeah. that. Bill Belichick said, know your competition. I would also apply to him, know the rules of the game. Because yeah. Bill Belichick is famous for <laughs> pushing the boundaries of the rules of the game. Now, some people might say the Patriots were cheaters. Right. You know, you can have your own opinion on that. I'm one but of those that things. guy pushed the rules of the game. He knew the rules and he used the rules to the advantage. You know, famously like Donald Trump, right? When they, when they went at him with taxes and stuff, like that. And one of his things was that he said to people was, Hey, 
The reason why you should elect me is because I know the tax game. Yep. The goal of the tax game is to not pay any taxes, and I actually use that to my advantage. Don't you want somebody who actually uses the rules to their advantage versus being kicked by the game? And the point being is, like, if you know the rules of the game, man, you can utilize that in your preparation, and you can utilize that to help your clients win versus other people. Think about mortgages. Think about how much you should put down money-wise. Think about all these things that have to do with money. You could help them with investing. You could help them understand how they can come up on top equity-wise because you know the rules of the game and you're able to push those boundaries. Yeah, fantastic. Number four and final one is to set high expectations. Vince Lombardi famously said, perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. Mm, yeah. This is like the setting big goals, the 10X, shoot for the stars, land on the moon, land on the moon you yeah. know, type uh, philosophy. <laughs> and it also drives down to that wherever you set the bar in your life, you'll never probably hit that bar, but everybody can be a superstar if you set the bar at their ankles. Right. So yeah, that's, that's what, what Peter um, Totten. Yeah. Peter Totten. Yeah. Peter Totten said, and that's the mistake most people make. They live in reality. And, and if you're a team leader right now, you have people on your staff, you're making this mistake. You're setting the bar too low because you're trying to set the bar to a reality that's comfortable. I don't want to yeah. pressure people. I don't want to make them feel like it's too hard of an environment. It's like BS, man. You're supposed to put people on the moon, yep. right? That's what you're supposed to do. So you're supposed to hold people to a greatness that they don't even believe they can achieve. Yep. And when you set that bar that high, they might come in at 60%. But guess what? better 60% there than it is at the bar at your at the, ankle. At the 100% yeah. that's 50% below the 60%. Exactly. And if you're good at math, you got that. If you're homeschooled <laughs> like me, you're like, maybe. No. <laughs> All right. There you go. There are some four business lessons that you can learn from former Super Bowl champions. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And if you like this episode and want to support the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Drop us a five-star review along with a comment. We'll read it here on the show. And the best way to show your support is to simply share this episode with a friend. Speaking of uh, homes and mortgages and stuff, I've been looking, you know, looking at homes, uh, taking the kids, uh, looking at homes. And, Love it. And we were, uh, I was showing uh, my daughter around for the first time uh, this this house, and she she excitedly asked, she goes, "What's upstairs?" And I I chuckled, I said, "Oh, sweetie, stairs don't talk." Oh my gosh! Nice. What's upstairs? <laughs> That is so bad. Uh, that was a good if you one. want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. Let us know what you thought of our, our tips here. We'd love to hear your your feedback as well. You can also find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acree. And here's a quote for you from Tony Dungy, the football head coach. He said this. This is how we'll close out the episode. You can't always control your circumstances. However, you can always control your attitude, approach, and response. Your options are to complain or to look ahead and figure out how to make the situation better. So there you have it. You can't control what happens to you, but you can 100% control your response and your attitude and your plan of attack. So get out there and remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers. It's top producers take action. Take action on that today. 